You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Gene Munster joins us, co-founder of Deepwater Asset Management. Gene, I've got like eight ways to go. Let's start at 60,000 feet. I'm in the theme that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The Magnificent Seven had a magnificent 2023. I just don't buy the idea it ends. Will it continue into this year and next? For the year, I think it absolutely will. And what we're seeing is a gravitational pull when it comes to the AI opportunity with the Magnificent Seven, and also what I would call the ordained 15, which are the private <laughs> late stage uh, AI companies. And uh, I think that's where right. all the traction is gonna happen. I would say there's a Mag 7 on the public side, there's also gonna be this uh, Magnificent Seven or 10 on the private side. But right. uh, yes, Tom, I think it's gonna continue. I would caution and uh, f- continue for the year, I would caution this earnings period is going to be a lot of intensity, a lot of focus from investors related to commentary about AI contribution in 2024. Mm-hmm. I think that is the A topic that's going to orbit around the MAG right. 7 for this earnings period. And I suspect that the commentary is going to be relatively muted or the commentary right. will be we expect some contribution. The good news, so I think that that could cause a near-term yeah. pause in some of these stocks. I think the good news for a lot of these, uh, for the companies, if you look at the estimates for the December quarter for the growth rates and then for the full year of 2024, December 23 and 2024, uh, analysts aren't really expecting much contribution from AI. I think uh, psychologically, it's a bigger topic than right. it is relative to the numbers. But I just, I think that these con- companies are going to continue to do well. I do, uh, per- I do anticipate this earnings period to be mixed in terms of the stock reactions. Early Gene Munster, there's, there's Munster's so large. There's early Gene Munster, <laughs> middle Gene Munster, and later Gene Munster. Early Gene Munster was 14 pages from Piper Jaffrey, which came in at 4 p.m. And you had to read it by dinner. You, you couldn't focus. You and in the back of it, he always had these brilliant sum of the parts analysis. Gene Munster, for the Magnificent Seven, for Apple and Microsoft in particular, what's the sum of the parts look like right now? Well, the sum of the parts, it's ultimately, when you think about Apple, it's about services. It's about um, from you put all this together, I think it's better than a $3 trillion company. I think the iPhone business uh, today, it's just over half of their their total revenue. I think in aggregate, that should be, uh, it should trade at essentially a 35 multiple. I think that multiple wow. is justified given, uh, even though it doesn't grow much, I think it's justified because these devices have become substance to our life. We can't live without these, uh, basically half the people in the US can't live without these devices. 
And so I think that uh, you put this together, I think this is a three plus trillion dollar company. I think that there's a lot of uncertainty related to Apple at this time. I haven't, I haven't recalled a time in Apple's history when there's been as much concern uh, going into this uh, to a quarter. There's concern about the iPhone demand. There's concern about some of the delays that they've had or taking some of that watch half off the table because of the uh, blood oxygen monitoring. And there's also some concerns related to how their app store policies are changing, specifically related to steering and the impact on the app store revenue. But I think that um, I think that you know when you when you course these out, I think that uh, this is a three plus trillion dollar company. And um, when it comes to Microsoft, uh, from some of the parts, there's two basic parts to it. There's their cloud business. Uh, that business say they have 22% market share. Uh, Microsoft in total is a 220 billion dollar revenue company. It's going to grow about 15% this year. But as you think about an aggregate, their cloud business is, is worth, even though it's uh, called 15% of total revenue, given the profitability, it's 30 plus percent of the valuation. The biggest lever when it comes to Microsoft over the next year in terms of the sum of the parts is related to what's going on with the upside and uptake with Microsoft, uh, their, their co-pilot and office that contribution. So they, of course, have raised the price call going from 15 to $30 a month and that started back in November. There's about 350 million office, wow. uh, office users. Um, so the office business today is about a $65 billion business of that 220 uh, total in revenue. But you could build a case if ten, if a third of those people pay up for Copilot, which I think is conservative, you know that that can increase revenue yep. by ten percent, and that's probably the biggest sum of the parts lever when it comes to Microsoft is what the up uptake is going to be. They haven't broken out what those numbers have been. Uh, as I mentioned, it started in November. All they've said is that they uh, they've had a, a positive reception from their uh, early corporate beta testers with this co-pilot. And I suspect this is going to be a hit product. It's going to help you compose emails, help you do PowerPoints. Yeah, do my I taxes. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, do taxes potentially. Uh, so so I you think thought that, that was funny, Lisa. Yeah. You want to jump in here? What would you use co-pilot for, Lisa Mateo? Let's see. Um, I know what my kids would use it for. Book reports. Of course, we're talking to Gene Munster, managing partner and co-founder, Deepwater Asset Management. Hey, Gene, I think, you know, that in, in 2023, not just in tech, but for the whole stock market, AI was such a driver uh, of positive sentiment. And I think what a lot of investors who are pulling away and just saying, all right, let me just take a look at this AI story. And the question I hear most often is, how much of this spending across tech over the next several years uh, for AI will be actually incremental to what was already kind of a base case for uh, tech spending in general? Do you have an idea how that might look? So uh, yes, the answer is that it's it's a substantial amount in the twenty to twenty to thirty percent range. Wow. Meta last week had some commentary about what Facebook. their spend is going to be on GPUs, and if you look at what their baseline spend was before they they announced that, it's a thirty percent increase in spend. Is these you know there was this talk about pause in AI last summer. There was this letter that went around that a bunch of people, including ironically Elon Musk, signed. And uh, there's been no pause, is that uh, this has been, these companies continue to aggressively go after this. And I think that that is uh, one of the, I think, uh, one of the clearest signs how much investment is going on from these companies, that this AI, that the AI substance is ultimately going to exceed the hype. 
it may take uh, several years to get there, but uh, yes, there, the infrastructure spend is remarkable, uh, especially with the Magnificent Seven. And of course, that infrastructure spend helps a lot of companies, many companies, potentially most companies, to enable AI in their products in the years to come. Hey, Gene, one of the things that I think some investors are, are waiting for when they think about AI is that defining IPO, like maybe Google was a defining IPO for the search business. Facebook was the defining IPO for uh, the social media business. And you mentioned some private companies. Do you see something like that in the next year or two, a, a company or a group of companies that say, wow, AI has really arrived as a standalone kind of investment opportunity? Absolutely. I think that's going to be the next leading class. I think it's probably two to three years away, but I think that that, uh, you know, these companies that are AI first companies, when we look at the Magnificent Seven, I talked about the upside related yep. to Copilot and Microsoft and saying that that could add 10% to their revenue. Well, these companies that are AI peer uh, plays, they're growing at 300% off uh, small bases, but approaching more than a billion in revenue, some of them. And I think that these AI peer plays, uh, there will be this moment. Ultimately, when you put it together at Deepwater, right. we think we are going to enter an AI bubble in the next three to five years. We don't think we're anything close to it right now. We put right. this in, uh, and and uh, we put we think we're in like 1995, and we still have five more years to go before this really escalates. But I think that's going to be one of those moments right. where uh, it really um, gets some excitement in the market once we get some of these IPOs. Right. And who are they? Um, you know, it could be OpenAI, uh, Databricks is a is one, Hugging Face, um, uh, <laughs> right. those are Midjourney. Those are kind of the four uh, most right. obvious ones that would be public. That's a secret world of Gene Muster yep. there. And Gene, the fact of the matter is, Mr. Nadella is uh, firing on all cylinders. You mentioned Copilot and all the applications that we're seeing of actual money coming in, $20 a person, $10, $30 a person. And I'm enjoying a 38 multiple and maybe my Munster guesstimate forward squeezes down to a 35 multiple. What do you do with a tech stock when all the good news is in, like in Microsoft right now? Well, if, if your view is that all the good news is in, you probably sell it. And I, I think in the case of, uh, you know, that, you know, owning, that is a great way to build wealth is to own, have people agree with you later. And if, and if you, uh, there's generally a consensus that the good times are going to continue for these large companies. And so I think that if you have a view that maybe this is as good as it gets, that this is absolutely the time to sell because you'll get multiple compression. Uh, I, of course, don't believe uh, that that's the, the case. And I just want to put one, um, put some, a little bit of perspective on that in terms of, you know, how on earth I, I, uh, I really strive to be level-headed when it comes to these tech trends and making sure that I'm not getting carried away in, yeah. in some of the overall hype on it. And when I think of uh, AI, I'm, I'm in the camp that electricity is 100, uh, the mobile phones are 25 in terms of uh, scale of importance, the internet's a 50, and I think AI is probably a 90. I think this is mm. ultimately- Really that big, uh, wow. And wow. Uh, if, if, if in fact uh, that ends up playing out, then uh, we really haven't seen, I'll give you another example is that um, we were uh, buying Meta over the last couple of years, and it's done well recently. And we debated about internally about should we is this a stock that we should sell? It's had a good run. Let's take take our money and go other places. But then 
we just thought more about the impact that AI is going to have in their business. And it just felt like uh, this is one to continue to hold. And so that's what we're doing. Single most important insight of the week. You just heard it from Gene Munster with War Wounds of Selling Too Soon. <laughs> and he said he has a winner in Facebook. Guess what? He and his team said, extend that. And that, that Paul, yep. you and I know, how much money have I left on the table? <laughs> I'm in triple leveraged all cash. I've leveraged up with a 15% gross and I go, now lighten up. And I'm <laughs> wrong every time. Hey Gene, one of the, uh, I'm just trying to think of some headwinds here for the tech space. I mean, do I have to worry about Washington DC here in terms of regulations more just broadly defined on tech and maybe even specific for AI? How are you guys framing that risk out? Well, when it comes to AI, there's going to be more regulation. Of course, uh, we've got that letter that I mentioned. Tim Cook has been, uh, uh, he hasn't said anything in the, his, his uh, prepared commentary on their earnings calls in 2023 related to AI. Uh, he has made comments more recently outside of the earnings calls and said that regulation is important. He's mentioned that also in their Q&A. I think when you have a company like Apple uh, inviting uh, regulation in, I think it's probably something that is going to play out. As far as the impact on the business and the, uh, you know, the how profound this growth can be, I don't think it's going to have an impact on that. I think that a lot of the regulation is going to come around uh, things like uh, watermarking related to images to try to help uh, prevent deep fakes and the use of AI for. Um, you know, whether it's for, for malice behavior, but I don't think that, uh, I think that the, this aggressive investment cycle is ultimately going to continue. The broader topic of beyond AI and regulation in Washington is uh, something that has orbited right. uh, obviously for years, and we have at the end of this month, uh, Meta and Snapchat and uh, TikTok, is, are, they're all going to be in, on Capitol Hill and talk about some, some of the latest issues related to some of the targeting that's going on on those platforms. Uh, the, the simple answer is that regulation uh, sounds bad, and really the substance of it hasn't played out. And right. uh, it's, it's a little bit hard for me to imagine right. why now is the time when this would have, start to have an impact. Yeah. Really generous time with us today. Gene Munster, thank you so much. Deepwater Asset Management there on your view of tech. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.